free. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you can call to get on the air with us. Free Talk Live is an open phones show. That means regardless of what we're talking about, you can take control of the airwaves. You can talk about what interests you. And we are happy to entertain you. The we in studio tonight is myself, Chris. And I'm Ian. And I'm nobody. And, uh... Dang it, there's there's not many nights that I just wish I was on Free Talk Live when I'm busy at home doing whatever the heck I was doing. But, you know, when they came out with the Nancy Pelosi uh, announcement saying that the House is going to look into impeachment hearings, I was kind of wishing I was on the air. Dang it. Now, are they looking into it or are they actually beginning them? Because I thought I saw that they were starting to have some sort of a impeachment thing what nancy pelosi announced was that the house would begin uh impeach an inquiry into impeachment hearings it looks like they've kind of jumped ahead and just started hearings Mm -hmm. uh so basically Mm -hmm. and and so everybody knows what all the roles are in this impeachment can be brought against any as far as i know anyone in the Federal government, you can impeach a judge. You could impeach the president. You could impeach the vice president. It doesn't matter, but these are dealing with the president. The House of Representatives would weigh all the uh, available information, and then if they decide that it warrants, they would then vote to uh, impeach or not to impeach on whatever charges they decide to uh, bring up against the president. And they're the ones who come up with the charges, and then they decide whether he's guilty of these charges we just brought up, that yeah. we just created. And the phrases there are uh, the same as a uh, a criminal trial and that he's either convicted or acquitted. Well, they don't do any of that. Oh, I'm sorry. You're still in, you're still in the House. Still okay. in the House, right. So they vote to impeach. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. right. They, if they vote to impeach, then he has been impeached and he will stand trial by the U.S. Senate. And in, in the past, it was uh, the Senate would do that and then a Supreme Court um, justice would act as, uh, act as the um, judge in the case. And that's just pretty much to, to make sure it goes. Is it a Supreme Court justice or the chief justice? I don't know. I think it's the chief justice. So, so my recollection and, and my backstory on the whole idea of impeachment was: first of all, I was my mom would make me sit and with her and watch the impeachment. She felt that this was really important for a, a seven, eight year old kid to watch. So I remember <laughs> uh, watching this with my mom, and we were watching, you know, all the testimony and stuff like that. Is that that. how you first found out about oral sex? (laughs) Oral (laughs) sex. I think he's talking about Nixon. Oh, you're talking about Nixon. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot your age, bro. You're skipping ahead (laughs) through the impeachment. I misdated you, didn't I? I was talking about Andrew Johnson. Um, (laughs) I don't remember that one, but uh, but I remember Nixon, and it was it was kind of interesting, and it's interesting to look back on now historically and and see how it all kind of transpired. And was Jackson impeached? I I think. Why am I thinking it was Johnson? 
See, that's the thing is either way. I think it was, it was I think it must have been I'm I'm not sure. I think it was Johnson. It was. I don't know if they would put an impeached president. Uh but that's the thing. Okay, if the house finds well, he, him he would have been acquitted though. I think. Well then he wouldn't have ever been impeached. No, you can be impeached and acquitted. Impeachment is equivalent to indictment. That's correct. So if uh, I don't know how that will look that one up. You get impeached you. in the House and, and convicted or acquitted in the Senate. Correct. So you can be impeached and then acquitted or you can be impeached and then Which convicted. was the case as uh, far as Bill Clinton went. Bill yes. Clinton was impeached, but he but served convicted. out the rest of his term yeah, right. and still hasn't been convicted. Even though I think we're still investigating things about the Clintons, uh, that well, we're I mean, going they're on still them out committing too. crimes. <laughs> it's kind of hard, and to... they're still getting away with it. They yeah, they absolutely. skated on Epstein. They skated on everything. <laughs> so so really, right now the investigatory process is going on in the House as much as they are actually going to investigate or trump up whatever charges they wish, um, and that's going to happen. And then they are going to vote for or against impeachment in the House. And that will tell if this thing moves forward. If it moves forward, it goes to the Senate, and that's when the trial sort of process goes on. And uh, that's going to be an interesting case because, you know, with Nixon, Nixon Nixon was facing a Democrat House and a Democrat Senate. So he knew that if he was going there, they were were probably not going to be in favor of him. Uh, in this, in Clinton, when he was tried, he had a Republican House of Representatives, so it wasn't surprising that they found against him. And I believe that the Senate was in Democrat hands at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of the split of House. And this is where the, the whole thing becomes very political. Uh, this time it's going it's to be... It's been very political. Yeah. yeah. A, a, every and impeachment time. Is, des- is designed to be a political process. Sure. Uh, you know, there's no specific burden of proof. It comes down to, uh, well, do I don't you guys think, think I we should get rid of him or not? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the way history has borne it out. I don't think that was their intention. It was intended to be a, a check and balance, uh, some some mm. way that you could check an out-of-control executive branch. Well, the difference between a legalistic check and balance and a political check and balance is that if it's legalistic, there would have to be... I think more specific criteria to impeachment and because it's very free form, the founders had to know that things were going to be considered like, what's the mood of the people? How do the people feel about this? If you read the the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers, nobody was really talking politics. They were talking about ways that we could envision this thing going wrong and let's try to come up with some way to make it do it. I don't want to make them sound pure and all that good stuff, but it really wasn't a time where people were really interested in the vulgarities of modern politics. I think this stuff well, evolved. I don't think they invented modern politics yet. <laughs> That's true. Or evolved <laughs> into it or whatever you want to say. Um, but I think they were still feeling they were creating a system that would uh, be one for the ages, that, that, that it, this could handle the bumps in the road that this republic might see. And, uh, of course, it has turned completely political. Yeah, I'll be surprised if it makes it to 300. That's that. I would not take that bet. I would not. 
I think it's a good you call. You would not bet that it will turn 300, or you would not bet that it won't? I, I would not bet that it will. Would you bet that it wouldn't? I think I would take that bet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, Just to be clear, 300 votes? Is that what uh, 300 mean? years of age. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. So yeah. will we make it to uh, 2089? Oh, the United States, okay. As, will as there be a... a- uh, now, now, what would the government survive, but some states secede? Because oh, that's so that's another possibility that I see is that some states will secede, and the remaining states will be a little more homogeneous and be able to get along with each other better. Well, I think when you're uh, trying to go for Vegas odds, you got to spell out your bet. So, I I think the the standing bet would be: uh, Will the United States celebrate uh, tricentennial? Uh, or will it mourn it? <laughs> and uh, will it still be functioning under the, I can't even say it, uh, functioning under the constitutional system we have? Is it, constitu- is it functioning under the now. constitutional system now? Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. I don't know how you would phrase that, 855-450 free. It's going to be interesting to see how this whole impeachment thing plays out. And if you are a Democrat, I really want to hear from you. If you are a Republican... I really want to hear from you. I want to hear people's opinions on this. It doesn't matter if you're partisan. Uh, I just want to hear what's on people's minds. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. That's the number you call to get on the air. You can also hit us up on Discord. Just load the Discord app. You can find it in the various app stores. Use your high-speed internet connection and your quality microphone, and you will sound... Like you are right here in the studio with us. The us we have is Chris and, and Ian and, and normally nobody, nobody who's actually stepped out for a moment. Just had he'll to be, step out. He'll be back. But first, I did want to tell you about local.bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy and sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods. And right now, Bitcoin Cash is, as we say in the parlance, on sale. That means that uh, it's all on sale. <laughs> all cryptocurrencies have uh, shed some of their weight. Uh, Bitcoin is uh, around eighty-one hundred. Uh, Bitcoin Cash is just uh, two sixteen, two seventeen, somewhere in that yep. neighborhood. That means if you're looking to acquire cryptocurrency for a little bit less, now is the time to do so. Um, you can use PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or just meet up in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there are all, all sorts of speculations as to why the crypto prices have sort of, I, I hate to use the word tanked because, or, or crashed or, or words like that, but they've definitely shed some weight. I mean, over the last 
couple weeks, but over the last 10 years, they've gone up <laughs> yeah. dramatically. It's it's mm. hard to get too worried about. So, oh my God, Bitcoin dropped from like yeah. $10,000, $8,000. Wow. What kind of, uh, how much pain must those people that bought Bitcoins for a nickel a piece feel? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got one of these alarmist headlines from Forbes magazine was published, uh, I think, yesterday, late yesterday. Bitcoin headline Bitcoin has crashed what now <laughs> and there's a picture of uh, a car that's just like getting wrecked up against a pile of coins Bitcoin BTC has crashed no one really knows why but in my model we should be in for good news on the China trade war and the guy just goes on and on speculating about what's going to happen and it just always amazes me Every single day in the Bitcoin cryptocurrency world, there's all these supposed news headlines where it just talks about what Bitcoin did that day and acts like they know a thing or two about why Bitcoin did what it's going to do. And then you end up finding articles that will speculate on what's going to happen, some quite optimistic, others very negative and uh, it's just like, I don't even understand why anybody takes this stuff seriously as far as these predictions are concerned. No one knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Well, well, the same reason they they took witch doctors seriously, <laughs> which is, you know, ig- ignorance and confidence can be a powerful combination. True. <laughs> 99bitcoins.com tracks Bitcoin obituaries where they declare that Bitcoin has died, where some news story declares that Bitcoin has has met its end, and uh, they bankers say, and journalists have predicted ten thousand of the last zero <laughs> ends of the, <laughs> ends of crypto. They've uh, tracked. It says Bitcoin has died three hundred and seventy six times. Really? With uh, yeah, and depending on the website, you'll find. Okay, you know, I thought uh, that was a little low. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh, but they do have one as recent as September twelfth. Okay, because so, I was wondering if they were keeping it up to date. Okay. Yeah, September fourteenth. Uh, the headline from let's see where this is. I'm from. I don't see the source. Uh, but declares Bitcoin will be completely dead by twenty thirty. Looks like Twitter. It says there's a source link down there. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. This is just uh. Oh okay. Okay. So they're counting well, by twenty thirty. It will be dead. Uh, that's this guy's prediction. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. He's old. Yeah. Yeah, um, I am, but it still wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, you think it, it'll be gone by twenty thirty? I would not. I would not be surprised if it was. I wouldn't be. I also um, wouldn't be surprised if it you was know? still around and still around. Yeah. I mean, the uh, I don't. Uh, we're talking 11 years, so would it make it about as long as it's been around 20-year lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I think that crypto will still be around, and I think that crypto will be will be much more more advanced. I just don't think it will be uh, BTSP, BTC specifically because, um, you know, the privacy coins have a very specific reason to use them for privacy, but... BTC doesn't have that. Um, the things like Ethereum have a very specific reason to prefer them over over others, and Bitcoin doesn't have that. And I think that the uh, that the stable coins will uh, will take over pretty much what Bitcoin does because you know they have. They, the they, same kinds of characteristics, except that they can also be cashed in for something else. They uh, they possess one characteristic that Bitcoin does not have, 
uh-huh. they don't gradually lose value, and Bitcoin historically has gained value. Now, most of the stable coins... Well, I'm not coins, talking about stable coins against uh, well, fiat currencies. I'm talking about sta- uh, stable coins against commodities. I should have right, said that right. specifically. But when you say stable, stable coins... Stable coin against, the, uh, against a currency can't be any better than the currency, and I'm not betting on any of the currencies. Right, but almost 99% of the stable coins that are out there are on fiat currencies. That's, that's when you say mm-hmm. that, that's what people think. Yeah, so I should have said uh, commodity-backed stable coins, and I think that's probably going to happen through the Stellar uh, ecosystem or something similar. It could. Um, It could. Um, And I think Stellar's a a likely platform for that. Um, But what we've been talking about, we, we got distracted. We love talking about cryptocurrency, and you should be looking at that. Every day I look at market news and what they all say is it's the same story with a variation uh very wealthy people are suddenly uh stockpiling their cash they're pulling money out of some of their riskier investments and stockpiling cash uh this is supposedly leading up to the great recession of 2019 or 2020 or 2021 or 2022 because nobody can predict a date um, but they anybody do... can predict a date. Well, that's true. Very few people will be right. <laughs> Somebody will, and yeah. they will be the lucky one who got to predict the date right. Yeah. Um, but we well, have if one been... person guesses each day. Guesses each day, then somebody has to be right. Right, and you'll win all the fiat currency you can fit in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> How about that? Uh, we have been talking impeachment and what happens. We did look, and Andrew, and it was Andrew Johnson. Was the uh, only one that's been impeached fully, right? Impeached and removed? Impeached and removed. Okay. Um, and In everybody else. In the history else? of the United States, that's the only time Wait. it's happened, right? Was that Lincoln's vice president? I believe that so, yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know he'd been removed. Imagine. Uh, and they didn't get Lincoln. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Do you want to weigh in on impeachment? We'd like to hear from you. This is Free Talk Live. She seems happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's the number you call to get on the air. That's 855-450-3733. In studio, it's Chris. I'm Ian. And I'm nobody. We have been talking cryptocurrencies and impeachment. 
since I get to sit in the first chair, I'm going to try to steer it back to impeachment. But that does not mean that's what we have to talk about. Nope. You can call up and you can change the subject. If you want to talk soccer, well, I'm sorry, you can't talk soccer, but any other topic. <laughs> well, we can, you can talk about it, but we won't probably be able to respond unless there's a soccer fan in the room. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I couldn't even begin to tell you anything about that. I, I was a soccer coach for a brief time for my son, and that's when I realized that I know nothing about soccer. Um <laughs> But I do know a little bit about impeachment. Were you supposed to think about that before you started coaching it? Well, I knew I didn't know anything about it, but I found out how little I knew about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was more than so I... So you knew you didn't know anything about it, but you found out that there were things to know? <laughs> I found out there was even more I didn't know, more than everything. Ah. Yeah. Um, we've been talking impeachment and historically, and... And I am of the age, and many of our listeners, those of you who are still still alive, uh, may remember the impeachment of Richard Nixon. And a lot of you are going to remember the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Uh, prior to that, we had the impeachment of Andrew Johnson. So this thing's only been used three times. It's written into wow. the Constitution. That's how you can remove someone from their position. Um, but if Trump faces... Uh, Anything goes well right now. He is the fourth president facing Im- at least an Potential. impeachment hearing. Yeah. Um, the House is talking about stuff and lots of things are coming out um, more than just he had improper contact. Um, an article from CNBC uh, titles uh, an alleged cover up a secret server and other bombshells and Trump whistleblower complaint. Um, hmm. So. And uh, just in scan, I don't want to recap every single news story I've seen on this. Those on the right have basically said, you know, like Fox News has said, you know, all this stuff exonerates the president. They didn't find anything uh, else. And and that kind of made me think back to 1972, 1973 and Nixon. The deal, believe it or not, the going the, the what they originally charged him with or, or were talking about wasn't that big a deal, or at least they didn't talk about it. Like, yeah, you had some people that worked for Creep, uh, the committee to reelect the president. That was, <laughs> what a name. That was uh, Nixon's name of his reelection campaign. Me? Creep. Um, and did, we knew that. that be like crep? Well, yeah, but what's the fun Committee of that? to reelect the president. Okay, yeah, that would be crep. Or you R E. And then elect E. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Creep. So creep. Um, some people that were tied to creep were caught breaking into the Watergate Hotel, mm-hmm. and that's G. Gordon where, Liddy. G. Gordon Liddy Who became and a the, talk show host. He did, and I met him. He's a <laughs> yeah. great guy. Um, so you had that that happened, and that was pretty bad, you know, because these people had ties to the White House and they had ties to his reelection campaign, mm-hmm. and you know the whole thing became about. Did the president know about this What burglary? did the president know, and, and when, when did he know it? <laughs> but as the process went through, it became less about that and more about the president covering it up, the White House actively covering up the in, uh, things that were done. They didn't used to allow that? I know. We see it as like a standard thing now. Um, yeah, I thought that's what the CIA was for, was to cover up government misconduct. <laughs> 
back then it it really was i mean keep in mind the country hadn't really been through anything like this and you know nixon was he he had his dirty trick squad and they were really trying to actively push the push the investigation in another direction to hide what was going on what i see this is just my opinion i i can i would expect the same sort of reaction out of this White House as we saw out of Nixon's White House. Now, people may take that, take issue with that. Um, do you feel that the government, that that the presidency, the Trump administration will honor this, um, you know, be very open, or are they going to try to do that? What, what was talked about with Nixon were things like obstruction and... Not not playing, not not trying to get to the bottom of it, trying to hide what was done. So mm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. I don't know. It was interesting that he released the Ukraine uh, transcript. Well, to, which it, that's an it's unusual in that like Clinton fought tooth and nail against any release of any document. Mm. Um, and I know Nixon did the same thing. There were big battles over each thing. And Trump's just like, oh, well, you don't like this this uh, phone call I had? Well, why don't I release the, the whole transcript of it and you can see what it says? Well, now, of course, there's no way of knowing if that transcript is, is real. Right. And uh, they, the they FBI, make it clear they know. even stated it on the transcript. This is not a transcript. Well, this is a best recollection from everybody listening. No, it's that, not a best recollection. It is a uh, the way that works is the uh, recordings are scanned by by a voice recognition bot, and then humans read. This is this nah. is what they said on the news last night. I could be wrong on this, but this is what yeah. they said: is that it was generated by a computer program and then uh, double checked by humans. Now, uh, the articles that I read today said that those were the result of a compilation of people uh, and their recollections of the phone call. But but that's my point. This then it's rem- not anything. Exactly. It is. This is a version that is released by the White House to answer these questions. And it may be very accurate. Um, mm. But in recollections, you know, and this is what happened in Watergate. As they were going through and people were saying, I recollect or I don't remember that or anything else. I do not recall. When it was winding up, somebody let go that there was actually a taping system within the White House. And any of those conversations could be played back. Well, suddenly they couldn't find any of the tapes. They didn't know where they were. And that was a big battle. And once the tapes were released... Then we found one likely incriminating tape that had 18 and a half minutes gone from it. That was the Which Mary Woods Which is exactly tape. the length of Alice's, Alice's restaurant. restaurant, right? Um, <laughs> we think he might have been listening to that. Yeah, so that was my first question. Is this an actual transcript of something actually recorded, or is, this, is there a tape? Is there some proof of what was said and how it was said? Um, that I think the Democrats will likely want to know. Um, so I, it wouldn't surprise me if they go down that Now, track. has there been any mention of recording the Oval Office since Nixon? Did they stop doing that um, because it backfired on him or what? I remember hearing that it was absolutely in pa- place, and I think uh, Ford may have alluded to that. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. And I don't Ford, know. So it was Ford who was immediately after Nixon, right? Yes. Ford was Nixon's and, vice. And immediately pardoned Nixon. <laughs> yeah, which is ooh, not a fan. Nah, you just give the country time to heal. That's what that was all about, according to Gerald Ford. Yeah. Um, 855-450 free. Um, we're going to get into this story a little bit. Dam- damning allegations against President Donald Trump and the White House officials were exposed Thursday with the release of Congress in Congress of a complaint by a whistleblower who was a member of the U.S. intelligence community. Uh, within the, among them is the whistleblower's belief that the Trump's that Trump's actions were so obviously egregious that White House officials promptly launched a cover up to minimize the chance that Trump's efforts to have a forum power dig up dirt on a leading Democratic presidential contender would become public. 855 450 free. Is this all who? Is it yeah, political? Who cares that he's asking for help getting dirt on, a, on a, the opposite party? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you call to get on the air. We've been talking impeachment. We've been talking crypto. But those aren't the only choices you have. You can talk about anything you like. This is Open Phones Radio. You set the subject. We'll talk about it. If we know anything about it, if we don't know much about it, we might not talk about it too much because, hey, we're only human. But Are we supposed to know what we're talking about? <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> okay. Or just make it appear that way. But we were talking about cryptocurrency, and a great place to store your cryptocurrency is in the Edge wallet. Edge is available on iOS or Android devices. You can use Edge to buy, sell, trade and securely hold your cryptocurrencies. It's user-controlled. That means you own the keys to your money. You own your money. There's support for Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, tokens, Ripple, Stellar, many, many, many more. It's a veteran team. They've been building since 2014, and they believe in securing your freedom. Get into crypto. Get into crypto with the Edge wallet. You can find out more at edge.app. That's edge.app. Speaking of getting into crypto, um, I've just put an airdrop in our On Air Now chat room of uh, nearly $6 worth of cryptocurrency. Nice. So uh, doing uh, Lumens, Stellar Lumens, which you can store in your Edge wallet, by the way. Um, so if you don't have any cryptocurrency yet, all you got to do is hang out in our chat room. And, and that's on Discord. That's right. Discord.lrn.fm is where you can go. It's a pinned message right now, and it'll last for the next about the next 10 minutes so to the end of the hour. Uh, you've got a chance to basically you just click a little button on my post, and uh, you'll opt into the airdrop. It is very slick how it works and allows, uh, you know, our listeners who hang out in the Discord chat room. You rooms. guys both just grabbed your phones as you're... <laughs> well, what? You got to no. make what you can. <laughs> but you've uh, already picked up a couple tips since you've been in there tonight. Uh, yeah. Nobody. Groovy. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool that, that 
listeners can can tip the hosts. Well, and, I think it's really cool. we could tip it the other way. Yeah, I don't think it's just kind of cool. I think it's really cool because, you know, for a long time, people have asked for the ability to, you know, to tip their favorite host. Some people really like Mark. Some people really like Nobody. Some people really, you know, they've got their favorite host. Or maybe somebody will say something on the air they think's funny or, you know, particularly insightful. Previously, there really wasn't an easy way to get something to that individual. But now, as long as they're in our Discord server, and the both of you are, although, Chris, you use a name that is not easily identifiable as you, so that's probably going to limit uh, the amount uh, that you'll receive. That's okay. Um, you're called Organism the Org uh, something. <laughs> it's too long, so I can't, can't read the whole thing. I'll change it to Donald Trump. Well, whatever it is you think is going to get you the most uh, tips would be useful, but you uh, could you could change it to the name you use on the air. That, that would, would be recommended, but yeah. oh, that would be that they'll be expecting that. Yeah, so, right, right. Yeah, the idea is to if somebody can identify you, they're more likely to to tip you. But in you engineering, know. we try to follow the principle of least astonishment. A program should take that action which will least <laughs> astonish the user. Right. <laughs> so I'm really happy with it so far. It's allowed the users to tip each other and uh, tip callers. So if like there's a caller like maybe gene the christian anarchist gets on the air with us and you like what he says well he's in the discord all the time so you can just send him a tip and it supports dozens of options dozens of different cryptocurrencies and you can tip from as little as one satoshi all the way up to well whatever you feel comfortable putting in although i will say this we don't know who runs this tip bot so it could be a really brilliant exit scam so (laughs) right don't put anything into it you can't afford to lose i mean you were planning on giving it away anyway but uh you know if you if you start to accumulate a fair amount of tips you might want to withdraw some of it at, at some point just yeah. to be safe. And you can. And then, yeah. as Ian said, you could save, uh, you could store that in your Edge wallet. You can. And uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, we've been talking impeachment and this, I guess, the, the biggest news today in, in following the impeachment story was at least the complaint from the whistleblower was made public. And there are a couple allegations here. Um, uh, it says the complaint says that more than half a dozen U.S. officials provided information detailed in the report over a four-month period. Here are the biggest bombshell claims in the complaint, and this is coming to us from um, CNBC. Uh, first, Trump used the power of the presidency to pressure Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky to interfere in the 2020 election by launching an investigation of Democratic presidential contender Joe Biden okay. and his son Hunter. Now, who the, had the other thing is he didn't say, on the would, board you of inter- his- would you interfere in the, tw- in the presidential election by investigating this guy? He said, will you investigate this guy? So right, right. the uh, the so they're they're insinuating that that was to affect the election. But it could well be it was just because he wants to know whether the guy's dirty. You could. Yeah, One, I think most people now, are going to be a little bit more pessimistic in an election year. Yeah. 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 Um, the second thing, well, hold Trump's... On. Before you go on. Go ahead. What does it mean when it says Trump used the power of the presidency? Did he get on the phone with this guy and say, if you don't investigate Joe Biden, I'm going to bomb your country? I mean, what does it mean uh, by that? He did right. not. What he's what he said, what he did is, um, and, and that's not usually the way people talk in business, or at least not in first. Uh, I don't know what they do in that level of... Uh, of 
uh, government, but he basically said, you know, hey, we do a lot of favors for the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And then at some point later, and, and, and he's like pointing that out, which usually you don't do. And then later in the phone call, he says, hey, could you do me a favor and check out this situation? So he was... There was kind of an implied quid pro quo, hmm. but it sounded like there was some intervening text. So he, the, I mean, it seems clear from what was said that he did want to, uh, he did want that investigation uh, to happen. Then the other thing was oh, apparently sure just yeah. after this phone call, some things were put on hold some payments that were supposed to be made to the Ukrainians, mm -hmm. and then they got released later after what Trump wanted to happen happened. So it's really this is really going to be a, a trial, I think, of Trump's slickness more than anything else. Mm. Did he manage to avoid saying the magic words that would that would turn this into a real? Uh, real problem, and I think mostly due to the partisan well, nature the of the Senate. Be? Or else, yeah, I don't. Uh, or else would be one if he said directly, um, if as soon as if he had said, as soon as you've completed this, I'll release the aid. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been ugly if okay. he had said, you know, I'm really scared of Joe Biden. Could you invite? <laughs> could you investigate his son instead of saying it looks like Joe Biden's son did something over there and we want to know what it was? Mm. Um, he also invited them to cooperate with the attorney general in the in the investigation. But that doesn't that also doesn't strike me as necessarily strange if Joe Biden and his son are being investigated by the attorney general. So I think there's a lot of room to spin yeah. everything here either way. Right. Um, so I don't know if it was a good bluff for, for Trump to, to release the whatever he released to the extent that it's a, it's a transcript, but I don't see it as a smoking gun, but some people do. I don't. I, I honestly, there could I not. I see it as a warm gun in a hot car that's been left there all day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I don't think, and even I don't believe that Trump is stupid enough to say something on a call that he didn't feel he was guarding. Now, the question I think remains. Well, of is, course, you don't expect your uh, a world leader doesn't expect his phone calls with other world leaders to be reported. Uh, to the to the population. I think that was um, Trump not thinking through that this could potentially end up being a big deal, and evidently, right. at well, least it was a few also people, a hell of a security failure, right? That this got leaked, and and somebody probably ought uh, will be looking into who hired this guy and how did he get in there and who the heck is he? Well, he's a Trump appointee. I mean, that's that's the whole thing that all the people investigating Trump that have been investigating this conversation for some time have been Trump appointees, uh, and they're the ones, and the whistleblower was a Trump appointee, according to this article. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see. I could care less. I mean, I enjoy a good impeachment as, as much as the next guy. I Actually, I think we should have impeachment Thursdays. It should be on <laughs> every every TV in America, every, every night, every Thursday night. You can not listen to me on Free Talk Live. You can watch people getting thrown out of their government jobs. How about would... Terror, Terror Thursday? We can bring out the guillotine. 
I'd, I'd be willing to do that. 855-450 free. We've been talking Trump impeachment. We've been talking cryptocurrency, but we want to talk about what's important to you. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. That's the number you call if you want to take control of the airways. If you don't want to talk about what we're talking about, last hour we were talking impeachment, we were talking cryptocurrency. We're kind of back on impeachment, but... That doesn't mean we got to talk about it. You got something else that you feel is important, you think others will find interesting. Bring it up. We'll talk about it. The we I refer to is myself, Chris. And I'm Ian. And the nobody formerly known as Rich Paul. And we have been talking about impeachment and what complaints have been brought uh, so far to the U.S. House of Representatives. They're the ones that do the investigation. They decide whether or not to impeach. To impeach would be to find the president or whoever they're impeaching guilty of whatever high crimes and misdemeanors they decide are high crimes and misdemeanors, and that's kind of up to them. They can they can yeah. say, you know, you you put you put half and half in your coffee. Really? So they can just we do just well, there's, yeah, and, well, and they, this... They can, but then there's also the possibility that they'll get reversed by the uh, by the Supreme Court, although I don't mm-hmm. know if that's happened. The Supreme Court's given themselves... Uh, they can reverse an impeachment? I've never read that, but it's Well, I don't know if they can, but then again, it was never written that the Supreme Court could over overturn cases. I would call so the... So the thing is, if there is a dispute above about a uh, an impeachment, it would go to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court would either uh, find that it was or was not within its power to to judge to uh, to rule on that dispute. So that would be interesting. But I think that they would have original jurisdiction, as I understand. I don't think the Supreme Court is mentioned anywhere in the Constitution when it comes to impeachment. Uh, and, well, it is the, mentioned definitely because one of the justices, I believe, the supreme, uh, uh, the supreme justice, the uh, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, uh, shall sit preside, in. presides. Yeah, but I don't know if they have a a formal role. That's not to say that our Supreme Court they don't said, have a formal role. But what I'm saying is, if it ended up going they, through court, if so they how, assigned how that themselves work? a role, well, you fi- you file a lawsuit. For what? And, uh, if, uh, presuming, well, if I don't you know. Were found you can write guilty. anything on a piece of paper and call it call it a lawsuit. The question is whether or not you'll win. Do you have standing? I think uh, I there's actually. all kinds of absurd lawsuits that that get put forward. You can you can you can file just about anything you want to if you got a smart enough 
uh, attorney. I think I would characterize the House of Representatives in this example, in the in the case of impeachment, more like a grand jury. You know, it's sort of like we we could indict a, a ham sandwich. If we yeah, they're more to. like a a grand jury. But then, if if the uh, well, if if the party is removed, then then that I would, would be not done. be surprised if that if there ended up being a, a federal lawsuit over that. Um, that if would Trump be, were removed, I wouldn't be surprised if if people started throwing bullets over that. So I mean, told. right? But then you're talking against who? The Senate, because they're the only ones who could remove him from office to indict to uh, to impeach someone. Obviously, it never hurt Clinton. Yeah, I don't know. He, who he you completed would everything. Sue. It just meant that he was found innocent of the charges presented mm-hmm. by the House of Representatives. If found innocent in the senate in that trial so i'm trying to, yeah. to it's hilarious understand. that if you ask just about any american uh name the name the one president who was impeached they're gonna say nixon <laughs> yeah <laughs> according to the wikipedia article it does take two-thirds in the senate so it's probably never so, going to happen. Yeah, it's a, it's unlikely because yeah. it's a republican controlled now now where it's going to get interesting is how it breaks down how the how the country feels, how individual mm. state Well, we know how districts. Justin Amash feels about it, and he's uh, he's left the Republican Party over this. Sure. I, I, as, I, as I understand it. So, so he would um, likely vote for impeachment. Uh, um, yeah, I, I suspect he would, despite being, well, not a, not a Republican anymore. He's an independent, but he used to be a Republican. Right. Um, uh, and there's early polling of it's people what people have said over the past year, what their positions are lately on the question of impeachment in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. The Senate has has not really talked about it that much, but a lot of senators um, seem to be against. Now, I think that all changes should mm-hmm. compelling evidence come out. And again, going back to. Will the do the people take it seriously? Because senators mm. this is the flip side of of the Seventeenth Amendment. Senators are elected by by popular opinion, and they didn't used to be though. They didn't used to right. be. They used to be appointed by state um, state legislators, late chairs. Um, so the question really becomes: you know, at some point, if it makes it to the Senate, if charges are presented, and they feel that there's some evidence behind them, then does a does a senator decide to go down with his Republican ship? I think that's more a feeling in the House of Representatives with Republicans. They'll stand by their man. Right. I think the Senate I think, takes a more pragmatic look and probably a, a little bit longer view. I think Nancy Pelosi's overplayed her hand with this. My my prediction is that he will be acquitted and that she will have a very difficult time if and when she tries to bring a second impeachment re- hearing for better reasons. Right. Because they're not going to stop wanting him impeached if they lose. Or, I'm be... sorry. I think they will get the impeachment quite possibly. I think very uh, easily. But I would be surprised if they got a – I think they'll get an impeachment and a – and an acquittal. The thing is, 
even if somebody wanted him impeached, if they agree, wanted him removed, if they agreed with me, they wouldn't vote to impeach now because it's going to make it harder to impeach again later. It's going to be the boy who cried wolf. And I think that's what the Democrats have been doing. They've been waiting for, you know, the yeah. stars to all And align. they've been crying wolf. They've eroded so much of their own political capital and credibility with the witch hunts. That- well, this is about the election. Okay, because they control the House, right? And uh, whether they, even if they control the Senate, it's only by one vote or whatever it is. It's not much, right? Do they control the Senate right now? No, Republicans. They did for a short short moment. Uh, But even if they did control it, it's not two-thirds of the Senate. So the idea that they think they're going to get, you know, half the Republicans to to flip and vote in favor of uh, the, you know, conviction is just ridiculous. So they know it's going to fail. They're going into this right. knowing it's going to fail, but they get to acclaim themselves as the you know the fighters for good, the fighters for decency. We did what we could to that Trump, and he had his people stop us. We did everything we could. We voted the majority because it only takes a majority in the in the House. This is where uh, I to, disagree with you guys. Okay, I think uh, that senators have more more interest in self preservation than they do in the Republican Party. Well, what do you you think they would vote to impeach? We, I, I couldn't convict. say based on what I've read in the newspaper two days after evidence has started to leak out. I oh. don't know what's out there. And well, that's, they want to stick to their base. Thing. I mean, they're going to stick to their base. The Republicans' base, whether they like it or not, is the Trump voter. Right, but I think that well, could change. That all can change. Oh, sure, it could. Yeah. And and there's a part of the Republican base that was not Trump voter, and there's True. voters, Never and there's a Trump. part of the there's some we'll of the Trump voters vote that aren't Republican base. I don't I don't even I mean if you had I I look at at Trump as being like an authoritarian liberal. Sure, if you, you want to look at him that way, but yeah. a lot of the Repu- the right loves the guy. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of them, them do. A lot of them do. I mean, around here, they've got, uh, what was it, the Republican group in New ha- or in uh, Cheshire County, New Hampshire, auctioned off like some kind of Trump artwork. And they were all excited about it. And they were all just babbling about his appearance that he had in Manchester recently at the, one of their more recent oh, meetings. Oh, yeah, that was kind of weird, watching 60-year-old women go all fangirl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's won a lot of them over, even if they weren't initially his supporters. I think they're, they're either behind him now because he's the president and because he's a Republican and nothing else. Yeah, and yeah. I think that just shows um, more about how partisan we've become, um, that, that we would not, you don't, party before anything else 855 450 free this is free talk live this is free talk live 855 450 free that is our toll free number 855 855- Four five zero three seven three three. That's the number to call if you want to get on the air. If you want to weigh in on this Trump impeachment, give us a call. If you're a Democrat, give us a call. If you're a Republican, give us a call. If you're a Libertarian, give us a call. I want to know where the country... You know, you can just simplify that to give us a call. I could just say give us a call, but I specifically <laughs> want to invite the Democrats. And the Republicans. I really want to talk about this. And the I Libertarians. Guess, uh, everybody. And the Greens. And the Greens. Yes, mm. if you are green. How about the Independents? 
Don't uh, it's still kind of out on that, out on the independents. Non-voting anarchists? Yep. I want to hear from them. I want to I want to talk about this, and if you don't, that's okay. Just bring up another subject, or oh, we'll bring up a different subject if nobody's interested in and see this to me is it's nostalgic this is this reminds me of 1972 watching the impeachment of richard nixon with my mom this was great stuff this was Are great you TV. I look like nixon can you uh put your hands up make peace signs and i am not a crook that's, that's not bad rich <laughs> not bad at all um Nobody is a crook. And Rich, I don't know if you remember that. Ian, you're obviously no, too I was young. Not you're, alive. you're like 11 years old now. No, but um, due to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, I do remember part of his parting speech. <laughs> to leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. You call that a body? But as president, <laughs> you call that a president? I must put the needs of America first. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and uh, he left, and uh, he—that's how we got Gerald Ford, and it was just—it was a, a big mess, and it was interesting in my household because my dad was a Nixon supporter, you know, pretty much a conservative guy, and my mom was a very liberal Democrat, so it made for uh, interesting talk at the dinner table there for a, a few months. Yeah, my parents are are very leftist. They, uh, uh, they can't see the gun in the room. Very nice people other than that. Yeah, I think my, <laughs> my mom probably influenced me more politically than my dad did. Uh, unfortunately for her, it was just in the opposite direction um, because the stuff she was uh, espousing just didn't make any sense to me then. And which is why I spent 30 years in the Republican Party. Um, Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Just what she wanted to hear. That reminds me of the time that I got her an autographed picture of G. Gordon Liddy when I was down in D.C. one time and huh. presented it to my Democrat mother as a gift. She, wow. She really didn't appreciate it. But Do you remember Ehrlichmeyer? Ehrlichmeyer? Uh, or Ehrlichman? Ehrlichman? And the name, I can't remember what position okay. he held in the Trump admin, or excuse me, in the uh, Nixon. He was chief of staff, I think. Okay. But uh, I, I was just curious as to what role he played. He was the one who later said, who later reported that uh, Nixon explicitly said that uh, he wanted to start the war on drugs to get black people and hippies. Yeah. Because um, uh, black people, well, he, he just hated black people and hippies opposed to the war. Right. Uh, I think uh, as chief of staff, he would have been in pretty much every meeting. And, and Nixon found out, guess what, too? In case you forgot, there was a recording system inside the White House. Now, we don't mm-hmm. know if the White House still has some form of recording system. Uh, I think it likely still does. Do. For yeah. phone calls? Yeah. I, I can't imagine uh, that yeah. there's not mm-hmm. an exact tape of this. I was surprised to see that a this uh, compression created transcript based on you know people that were on the call that this came out and this wasn't just a verbatim as you described and i I just haven't seen anything to that effect um Mm. you know a verbatim recording 
I suspect that the Democrats would love to get their hands on the actual recording if that does I would exist like to get there. my hands on the actual yeah, recording. I'm really too. curious. Yeah, I am too. I don't trust the Democrats' uh, characterizations of it any more than I trust the Republicans' characterizations yeah. of it. And that's the whole thing. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not going to trust anything that comes out of the Trump administration. Yeah. I mean, the, these... These are all just crooks arguing over right. who was a bad crook and got right, caught. Right. You can't trust the Trump administration. You can't trust the Democrats. Yeah. You can't trust any of these people. Right. Yeah. And you can't trust anybody in the media. Right. There's literally, I was having this argument. It, it was, I was talking about the scientific establishment uh, then, but it comes down to the same. What is the source of information that you trust? There aren't any for me. I mean, right. there's know? a few people that I that I vaguely trust. Um, you know, uh, Ben Swan, uh, Judge Napolitano, a few people like that. Well, even uh, Vincent sent me a night, uh, note tonight saying that uh, Napolitano has sold out. He says they're either bribing him or had blackmail on him. He's gone full <laughs> orange man bad. But for BS reasons, he's just nah. repeating Democrat talking points. See, well, I I don't know. I mean, there there was an assumption built into what Napolitano said, and I saw. I assume he's referring to Napolitano's statement that uh, Trump had committed offense. That it appeared that Trump had personally uh, broken the law on the phone with the Ukraine. And the the only error in logic that I saw in what Napolitano said is he seemed to assume that the only possible reason for that phone call was that Trump wanted to benefit himself in the election. But I am quite sure that the White House will argue that, no, Trump had other reasons to make that request of the Ukraine, maybe they were having a hard time with their investigation and needed uh, the Ukraine's, um, I guess, president or whoever he was on the, the phone with to, you know, call up the Ukraine's law enforcement and say, hey, you guys get on the stick and do your job. Well, if that's what was going on, there's nothing untoward, though. Mm -hmm. One thing that I will give the founders credit for is they did not specify what crimes constituted an impeachable of, uh, offense. Now, mm. I was listening we'll to know it when we see it. Right. right. Well, I was I was listening to a broadcast from Michael Bolden, 10th, uh, 10th oh, yeah. Amendment Center. I haven't heard from him. In so a long he was time. he was talking about still this doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, so he was talking about I haven't this. I have seen he, him since the, the Pirates of the Caribbean video, which is hilarious. He was talking about impeachment and really why didn't the founders specify, you know, if you lie to the American people, that is an impeachable and so on and so on. Because no, he, according no to him, hold on, it through hold on, <laughs> right, exactly. What his argument was, was that if you look at their wording, they came up with a phrase, high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, that gave them latitude, whether it be, you know, one party or the other to come up with charges, it can be charges that would be unpresidential. It could be charges that were a definite crime. It could, could be anything. But this idea that, you know, if you acted in a way that doesn't seem like something a president should be doing. of a president. Yeah, you could impeach on that. Now, again, it's up to the Senate to hold the trial and decide whether you're actually guilty or not. Mm -hmm. 855-450-FREE. What do you think? What is impeachable? Has Trump past that level or is this much ado about 
nothing. 855 free. This is Free Talk Live. Chronic pain, stress and anxiety, fatigue or lack of focus, dependence on opioids or opiates? John Bush here, owner of Brave Botanicals, inviting you to try a free ounce of Kratom, the controversial plant remedy the government doesn't want you to know about. Why, you ask? Well, it's big competition for big pharma. From grandmothers cutting Oxycontin to keep up with their grandkids, to young adults kicking Adderall and quitting drinking, more Americans are turning to Kratom to help them through the day. But the government won't stop us. When the credit card companies kicked Kratom to the curb, I accepted e-checks and crypto. When Facebook shut down my ad account, I did podcast interviews and advertised on Free Talk Live. And now to give a big F.U. to the man, I'm giving away Kratom for free. To get your free ounce of Kratom, go to freeounceofkratom.com, pay $5 shipping and handling, and I'll send you a free ounce. Visit freeounceofkratom.com to claim your free ounce today. That's freeounceofkratom.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you can call to get on the air and talk about what's on your mind. What's on our mind right now is impeachment, but that doesn't mean you have to talk about impeachment. Talk about anything you like. That's the beauty of open phones radio there isn't much of it left in the world but we are the gleaming beacon of it on the air tonight and every night but first i wanted to tell you about taking bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies at your business do you operate a retail business and are you looking for a solution for point of sale cryptocurrency acceptance it's never been easier thanks to help me take bitcoin.com there's no paperwork, no approval process to open an account. If you already have a tablet at your cash register, you're almost done. Just visit HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com and follow the simple steps. Within moments, you'll be accepting cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Dash at your store. Get started now at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. That's HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. Yeah, they did have some big changes. We had the, the guys from Anypay on uh, Tuesday this nice. week. And uh, one, of the, one of the big changes is they, they are refocusing on doing a better job with just a few different cryptocurrencies. Because uh, they had up to 11 of them at yeah. one point. And to be honest, no a lot of No one was using uh, a bunch of them. I, I run a retail store, and I have people that come in and pay with crypto and there were a few in there that never, ever got used. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here at the list. I think it's only uh, four right now. I think they're doing Dash, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Bitcoin SV. And here in New Hampshire, that's what people use. I mean, those Mostly are Mostly the, the first three. Yeah. yeah. There's like one guy in Keene that's obsessed with Bitcoin SV, but... Uh... Well, they can keep him happy. <laughs> well, if you want somebody to send it to, he can send it to me. <laughs> right. Right. I don't think you can do Bitcoin SV in our uh, crypto bot, though, in the chat room. I... I, I applaud them, and that is, you know, giving it a little focus, you know, talking about what people actually use and not supporting some cryptocurrencies. There, There's lots of them out there, but not all of them have a lot of usage. When you look at, you know, number yeah. of transactions over the last 24 hours and you see them with a few hundred around the world, that's mm. not a lot of usage. 
Uh, we are going to go to the phones where we have. It lit- actually makes me wonder if any of those would be susceptible to 51% attacks. Uh, a lot of them are, but the question is, is is it worth doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ian, we talked about this, uh, I guess, last week. We're going to go to the phones where we've got Olivia from Arizona. Olivia, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey. Hey, Ian and uh, nobody. Hey. I wanted to mention the uh, the Nixon the Nixon against the hippies and the blacks. This came up actually not that long ago. I was watching this comedian named Sean Patton, and he has this stand-up comedy routine about how marijuana is not a gateway drug, and and he explains why. Um, basically, because marijuana makes you super paranoid and cautious about whatever you do. Right. And the baby boomer I was watching this with was just shocked. And it just reminded me of this quote that I try to share with everybody because people don't seem to know about this one. Y'all probably have heard it, but if it's okay, I'd like to read it anyways. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this one came, it's on a bunch of news stories, but I've got CNN pulled up right now. A, uh, a writer named Dan Baum interviewed John Ehrlichman, who is Nixon's domestic policy chief, and he has this quote where he literally says, the Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. You understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. (laughs) Yep. That's it. That was exactly. Thank you so much for calling in with that with that quote i actually i used the same quote in a uh in my public speaking class because one of my speeches was uh the drug war is a scam and thank you for calling in with that yeah it's interesting that now trump uh people who vape (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's the war on vaping it's the war on. well the thing is that's going to be i'm moving into that that black market as soon as it opens up Oh yeah, and it well, it's will. open now in Keene. Uh, you can just you can sell to people under the age of twenty one. Yeah, but Massachusetts they're they're uh, they're not letting people vape for the next four months or Olivia, seven. Thank you so, for the call. Yes, thank you. Good, uh, good, terrible quote, but yeah, good it for is bringing it to us. But it is yeah, a good it, from a historic point of view. It's it's just so astounding to see it there so bleakly on the mm-hmm. page. Because it's what the drug war feels like from being on the other side of it. You know, these people aren't concerned about the health of no, drug they users. They They're perfectly them. happy to lock us up in prison. Right, right. So why are they wasting billions of dollars to try to save us? And the answer is they're not trying to save us. They're trying to destroy us as a political force in, in society excuse which me. and as a culture. Now, that makes it a genocide. Oh, excuse which me, people, son. Which, uh, that vape you are smoking smells like chocolate cake. Uh, come with me. You're under arrest. <laughs> no, you laugh, but that is really if you're going to make it illegal to possess, illegal to sell. They're not going to make it illegal to possess. I think they're going to make it illegal to sell. Do we know that? Other states are making possession illegal. Are they? Yes. What state? Uh, I think Michigan. 
Uh, you might be familiar really? with that one. I'm familiar yeah. with Michigan. Yeah, um, um, and my, I is... thought it was just sales that they had outlawed there. But if it is, if they're outlawing carry, then that's a much or or possession. That's a much more serious thing. That's going to turn into a wholesale mess. It is, a um, mess. especially if they do it as a criminal and not a civil infraction, mm-hmm. which gonna... is what they call violations in Michigan. Except slightly different. They're actually civil. We're going to stay on the phones where we've got Jamin in San Antonio. Jamin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, Jamin. Good, thanks. What's up? Uh, nobody, if you needed any more uh, evidence that the drug war is a scam, just check out uh, when Bill Clinton was uh, governor of Arkansas uh, at a little town called uh, Mina, yep. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And that's about all the proof you need. Right. But well, the fact that there was the fact that there was a town called Mina isn't proof of anything. What what are you saying happened in Mina? Yeah, yeah, let uh, us, let us I, in on the joke. No, 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 no. I I can't <laughs> speak any more about that because I don't want uh, the NSA outside my Well, door. I heard, I remember hearing in the 1990s uh, from one of the, some sort of VHS conspiracy tape that my dad had about the Clintons, uh, that they were alleged to have been dealing cocaine out of the Mena, Arkansas airport. Yeah, a lot of it was flowing through. Yeah, and what was, who was that story about? I can't remember his name. Clinton. Uh, no, uh, no, the the pilot. It's well known. Um, oh. It slips my mind. But... Anyway, um, go ahead. The, I, I, my problem here is um, I got to call you Rich because I've only known you as Rich. Uh, That's you, okay. By far the MVP of the show, like, and my wife gives me shit all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. We got to let you go. LRN.FM. Just call. It? You just got to avoid, you know. The seven words you can't say on TV, they sort of apply to radio still. We're going to stay on the phones. Next time. Where we've got Charles calling in. Charles, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Actually, put Charles on hold because uh, we don't really have time to really. Charles, Charlie, you still there? Just put him on hold. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to put you on hold and come back. Okay, thank you. And we'll be back. Free Talk Live. (laughs) (laughs) 855-450-3 That's our number That's the number you call to get on the air Just keep it clean This is Free Talk This is Free Talk Live, 855-453. That is our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number you call to let us and America know what you think. Today, we are talking about impeachment, and we're not opposed to changing the subject and talking about what you want to talk about. This is open phones radio you control the airwaves and that is what's cool i think about free talk live that's what got me listening this is chris in studio we also have it's ian and nobody and we have been 
Well, like I said, it's been impeachment talk Thursday. I'm not going to bore you, and I'm not going to talk about impeachment every time I'm on the air. But I'd like to talk about this a little bit because I find it fascinating. I think it's uh, it's more of a game today than it has been in the past. Um, I think there's more politics at play than there probably were. Uh, well, I, I can't tell so? you that. Than Andrew Johnson's time. See, I think it's just a continued. I think nothing will come of it. Nothing real, no, and it's just continued cover up of Epstein. You think so? Oh, you know. That's possible. I mean, Epstein, we're not Epstein talking about dies, Epstein. The next thing you got, no, you got two, two shootings. Um, you've got this Greta person, and now you've got this. And I, why would the? I mean, I don't think it's covering up Epstein. It's just a. It's an election campaign move by the Democrats. I they know it's not, not going to go anywhere. That. They just want to be able to wear it on their sleeve and say, see, we tried. See, we we went <laughs> after that bad man, but, well, we just couldn't make it work. We did our best, though. Vote for us. You you may be right. And that may play with a lot of people. Uh, and a lot of Republicans are sitting there going, this is nothing but it's all trumped up. No pun intended. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but, you know, if if the president did use if, if, and this is a big if, if the president used his position, if he used his influence to try to influence a foreign power to investigate somebody, if if that's the implication and if that is true, then they can decide that in the Senate. I don't care. You know, yeah. it's almost a foregone conclusion that the House is going to vote to impeach him and it will go to the Senate for a trial. Do you think? Do you think it's a foregone conclusion? Um. I think it's. I think that if they bring the impeachment, which sounds like they're doing, they can probably get enough votes in the House. Yep. I I think they can probably get enough votes in the House, but I think I think that it will politically damage the people who vote for it. So, uh, you know, some of them how? might might back out. How yep. would it How would it politically damage them to go against the person who is on the other side of the aisle? Well, that's what they're expected to do. Yeah. Um, How this played out in Nixon was, okay, well, we we all recognize that he did some bad things and it was a jury was still out as to whether, you know, that's enough to actually, you know, remove somebody from the presidency. But then everything that came out was about the cover up. What look at right. all this stuff that Nixon did to obstruct the investigation. And he didn't see, want this stuff to where come out. Trump shined here is he actually released the transcript. He released one transcript created uh, by his own administration. So I don't know. Tra- all transcripts will be created by the administration. Who else is going to create them? Well, a tape. And that's what was Nixon's downfall. Well, that would still be created by the administration. True, unless, but it's not know. somebody's interpretation of something. It's their actual words. I would love to hear tape. I would love to hear yeah. exactly what was said. You know, I think that that well, would be the best way to. It would certainly be nice to hear tapes with tone of voice also. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. We're going to try Charlie again. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hello? Charlie, are you there? Charlie? Going once. we got to go to Candy Mountain. Going twice. <laughs> Try calling back if you're still there. We're going to go to Clive. Charlie. Clive, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey. So this is actually Etienne de la Buissy and Clive. Well, hello uh, there. And uh, we're, 
Liberty Tour of New Hampshire, and we wanted to call in and talk about some liberty. Cool. Very cool. Come really? to the right place. Excellent, excellent. So, hey, uh, for, for the audience that don't know, I'm Etienne de la Boise Squared, and I'm the author of uh, a book exposing intergenerational organized crimes, control of the government and the media. It's called Understanding Our Slavery where I do it in visualizations and images and memes. And we're doing a little tour of the East Coast. And with me, I've got a gentleman by the name of Clive DeCarl. And uh, he is a natural health expert from the UK. And I'm going to let him introduce himself to you right now. Yes, hello. Hi there. Hey. Welcome to New Great. Hampshire. Now, I, I happen to know Etienne. Uh, he goes by another name normally. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but uh, uh, I've, I've read his You're book. Not- no, I'm not allowed to say it. Okay, <laughs> allowed to just say the caller because I don't think I can say right. the whole what name. you just said. Yeah. Uh, it's a good book. I've so, got a copy of it here. Do you guys have some uh, dates that you're going to be? Yeah, what is this tour about? Like, what showing exactly? up here in New Hampshire? And are you coming to Keene? Well, Etienne lives in New Hampshire. I know that much. Yes, I'm a new mover and Free State Project member, and I uh, had to leave the state for a little bit to uh, to pick up an RV for the tour, and we have been kind of going up the East Coast. Hmm. We started with Anarchadelphia, where Clive and I were both speakers. Uh, that was a fantastic event. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, ask. Kind of uh, we were promoting it on the air, but I wasn't due to another uh, thing I had to do that weekend. I couldn't make it down there, so uh, it was their first one ever. You, you liked it? Oh, it was fantastic! So the cool. so fantastic crowd there was you know probably 150 plus uh, attendees, speakers, volunteers. It was very kind of intimate. Everybody got to meet each other. Cool. The energy was great. the 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 lineup was fantastic, and it's just it, it's really uh, I'm really optimistic that these you know uh, voluntarist anarchy uh, libertarian events are now kind of popping up all over the place. We've had Narco Vegas. We've had Narco um uh delphia we've had we've got anarchon going on in virginia we've mm-hmm. got uh, narcopolco and acapulco and so more and more people seem to be discovering liberty so it's interesting and we have callers of all political stripes and a lot of people will hear the term anarchy and oh my god so it's all like mad max that you want to return us to a mad max world is that what this well, is all about so, hey, funny you said that. So I covered that in my book, and uh, it is – I call it the biggest secret in American politics, and that you know anarchy just means no rulers. But because the rulers don't want you to know that there's an option on the menu called no rulers, they've used their media and their propaganda system and even control of the dictionary. And in the book, Understanding Our Slavery, one of the things I do is I compare – the definition of anarchy from Webster's Dictionary, 1826, with the current version uh, from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Uh, so you can see how the, the literally the definition of the word anarchy has been changed to chaos and dystopia to throw people kind of off the trail of the only political philosophy that's fair for everybody, which is voluntarism or anarchy where nobody gets the ring of power. Nobody gets to use Mm. violence on anybody else. And because that is the only, you know, uh, uh, political system that's fair for everybody, well, the powers that shouldn't be obviously don't want you to know about that. And so since we control the media and we control the dictionary, uh, because, you know, we'll just change the meaning to, to throw you off the trail. 
Yeah. So the ring of power must be destroyed because no one is fit to bear it. So where is your tour going? You said up the East Coast. Where are you now? Yeah, so we've uh, we just we did uh, events in New York City. We did Manchester last night, and we're, uh, we're 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 looking for an event. We're looking for an event space in Portsmouth for Sunday. And so I was going to throw that out to your your uh, your listeners as well. Anybody that can uh, that can help us out. Um, we've had some lines in the water, but uh, there's, a free there, stater, there's a free stater of um, space out there. It's called the Praxium. Yep. I don't know yeah, who's in charge of it, but uh, I, I do know what it's called. I don't know where it is, but <laughs> I is know that Roger called. Paxton's thing? Uh, no, no, okay. I don't. He might be a member of it. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, if, you, if you connect with anybody that lives out in Portsmouth, out in that way, they can probably point you to whoever it is that runs that thing. I've never been there, but I've, I know it exists. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll plug your, plug where people can get your book yeah. real fast because we're short on time. Right. Where can okay. I find your book? Oh, oh, so it's funny. We just sold out of the so number one uh, selling book at the Anarchadelphia conference. We sold out of... Tell us uh, where you can find it, because we're really short on time. UnderstandingOurSlavery.com Perfect. and nice. ClaudeCurl.com. Hey, thanks, man. Good luck with the tour. Hey, uh, Hope to have luck. you out here at some point. 855-450-FREE. We've been talking impeachment. We've been talking cryptocurrency, and we have been talking voluntarism. It's not a bad idea. If you don't know what it is, look it up. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know, you've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. Help me take Bitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale. Totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. 855 855- Four five zero three seven three three in studio. It's myself, Chris. I'm Ian, and I'm nobody. And thank you for joining us for our third hour this evening. We do three hours of radio every night, three hundred and sixty-five days a year, thereabouts. Sometimes we're, sometimes we're somewhere remote, and you know you get a recorded show, but that doesn't happen very often. Almost always, when you call, you're going to get. Actual live hosts, and I'll include myself in that. I occasionally am alive here in the studio. <laughs> see, I always wondered about that. You see the signs that's that on the strip clubs that say "live girls," <laughs> but I've never gone into a strip club and dead found girls. dead girls. <laughs> right? You know, so it's like, why are they telling you that they're live? Well, Bill Hicks was uh, <laughs> talked about that. It's the talking about smoking bans and the dangers of no. It was uh, Doug Stanhope was talking about the dangers of secondhand smoke it's not like i walk into a diner and i'm stepping over the dead waitresses from all the secondhand <laughs> smoke in there um, <laughs> doug what, stanhope i wonder if he's ever going to move to new hampshire he was a free state project signer is that right wow i would love i would love to get him down here so many people rock. say they're going to do things but then never do yeah i think he's uh still in arizona 
where as far as I know, you can still legally buy vaping products. I think uh, that's okay. I know Michigan has a ban. It's going into effect in early October. And, of course, that may that'll likely beat the federal ban. Uh, Trump is, you know, being such a good defender of our rights, he is going to ban what, you know, adults can put into their own bodies. Well, it's for the children. Yeah, it's for the children. Uh, Barron talked about vaping, and they were very— his son? Yeah, his son was—they're very concerned about this. Therefore, uh, 320 million people and all the adults in that— need to lose the ability to use what, for many of us, myself included, uh, vaping was the first, the only way that has worked in 35 years as a smoker for me to quit smoking cigarettes. Well, obviously, the solution to stop Barron from getting his hands on a vape pen is to ban it nationwide. It's not like Trump has time to parent. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, just ban it. Nobody can have them. Just right. like we did with bump stocks. Well, like you know? it, like they did with alcohol with under twenty one year olds. No one under twenty one has ever had a drink. Absolutely, They're, that's against the law. Including all the cops. They never drank under the age of twenty one. No, I remember never. going to high school parties back in the seventies and eighties, and I just said, you know, I'm I'm gonna wait until I'm twenty one before I have a, a beer. Or well, there wasn't any beer 30. at the high school parties. It was all Coca Cola, hot, hot cocoa, and. Uh, uh, milk <laughs> the high school parties uh yep because yep. laws work because when you pass laws everybody, everybody obeys and exactly. they just do what they're told no high schooler would ever break the law by having God somebody for, that they know God who's forbid. older than 21 acquire alcohol for them i mean ah, nah, that's baron not... is clearly not going to be able to get his hands on any vapes now that they're illegal yeah well there there you go mr trump if, if your concern was for your son uh, then I guess that'll work, right? Just uh, having uh, hundreds of thousands, millions of people in America finally being able to quit smoking cigarettes because they yeah. found something. It was vaping, and specifically, it was flavored vapes. Mm. Um, but not everything. That's not the only thing you can Are the vape. autistic kids just going to rule the world from now on? We have, you know, little <laughs> Swedish chick gets uh, gets uh, anxiety, and so we've got to revamp the entire world economy so she can get over it. Rich, i got to stop Barron's... you right there. No, no, no. You <laughs> cannot insult Greta. Greta Frumberg or whatever her name is. Greta is a hero I have been chastised oh, she's on social. And brave, I'm sure. I've but... been <laughs> chastised left and right for questioning why a 16 year old should be uh, in charge. Evidently, she is now the leader of the environmental movement with reconfiguring. Well, she is the... smarter than AOC, so I guess. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm uh... going to call that one a tie. Yeah, I guess so, because she supports the Green New Deal, and that would be a complete destruction of the economy to a starvation level if they actually implemented it as, as described. There would be famine if they implemented the Green New Deal. Oh, yeah. But, Ian, you, you're finding out that, that in addition to nicotine-based vapes, there's other things that are being vaped. Some stuff was caught. Well, I mean, we've heard about the different states, like I think it was Michigan, uh, New York, I believe. Um, where else? Uh, there's something else. Some other jurisdiction had announced uh, the ban on... Massachusetts. That was, that's what it was. Massachusetts, a four-month... Four-month ban. ban. 
So it's like, okay, you guys use this product. You can't use it anymore for four months, but in four months you can use it again. What? Well, they're going to come up with some sort of regulatory scheme in that time frame, I guess, is the idea to where then all the stores can pay a bunch of money to the state to get permission to sell the vapes, which will make them safe. But nothing nothing with a flavor. They could come up with the regulatory scheme tomorrow if they could put it honestly, which is big tobacco gets a monopoly on vapes. That's what it's going to come down to. Uh, It's going to be Philip Morris and it's going to be R.J. Reynolds. And they're going to have the vape monopoly because it's their behalf that this whole thing is happening on. I think there's a good chance that that's true. Now, in other vaping-related news, since this has become uh, this topic in the in the mainstream media has become just an absolute, you know, uh, attractor. I mean, this is something that people want to put out there. It's attracting views. It's attracting viewers. And according to CNN. Nearly 77,000 illegal vaping cartridges were seized from a home in Minnesota in what authorities say is the largest haul in the state's history, eh? A drug task force discovered 76,972 cartridges loaded with the illegal cannabis-derived THC oil. Oh, my God. Quick, somebody panic. (laughs) Monday. While executing a search warrant at a home in Coon Rapids, north of Minneapolis, according to the New Hope Police Chief. Cartridges are believed to have been manufactured out of state. Their total street value is up to $3.8 million, according to the police chief. Oh, oh hold on. Are we using uh, war on drugs math on this? Could be. I'm not I, sure. I love guessing. it. You know, they, they find a quarter ounce and they try to define, you know, you could, you could roll 12,000 joints out of a quarter ounce. Therefore, the street value is $75 billion for this quarter ounce of pot. That's the Mm. kind of stuff they do. Yeah. Let's Um, see. 76,972 into 3.8 million. No, that's pretty much an honest number. It's about 50 bucks per cartridge is what they're saying. Interesting. That's that's an honest number. Um, Mm. Although some cartridges are sold for more than 50 on the street, so it actually may be lowball depending on whether they're one gram cartridges or half a gram cartridges. You read. Uh, no, I'm saying that. Uh, charges against the man who they arrested and also found counterfeit money, uh, $23,000 in counterfeit dollars, uh, were pending uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to say this is a darknet dealer. That's yeah. who uh, we're likely dealing with here. Um, if he's got counterfeit money and he's got uh, that much product, it's unlikely that he's selling those. I mean... You're not going to sell 76,000 cartridges in any decent amount of time on the street unless you've got some really, you know, amazing connections and this guy's like a high-level dealer. But the fact that he's got counterfeit dollars in stock as well suggests he's got a Darknet account and is likely dealing in both of those products uh, on that account. We're going to go to the phones where we've got Mike calling from Washington. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? I, I wanted to, again, weigh in on the vaping. I've got the little mold allergy, and I usually can pick up uh, tainted THC oils that people vape. But uh, in the early 2000s, when vaping kicked off, you got this box. I'm once again referring to THC, and it had a hose and all this stuff. And it, if you started seeing what appeared to be smoke, you were getting your uh, matter too hot. Um, yeah. And you were burning it. And I noticed now when people are vaping, even the, the THC stuff, they're just burning this oil. And if you took a tablespoon of peanut oil and put it in a wok that's way too hot, mm-hmm. 
and it actually burnt and became a cloud. That's what they're. Ba- you, you have to leave the room and the house for a while and air your house out. Hey, Mike, and that's what they're. We're going to put you on hold and we'll bring you back. Uh, we're, what do you think about vaping? What do you think about this ban on what people could buy? And what do you think of the result of prohibition, which drives things to dark markets? Is that a good thing? Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-453. That is our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. You can hit us up there. You can hit us up on Discord. Load the app. Use your high-speed internet connection and your quality microphone, and you will sound like you are here in the studio with us. The us in studio is myself, Chris. And I'm Ian. And I'm nobody. And I want to tell you how you can get more good things into your body. See, see, we don't just talk about vaping and things like that. We're going to talk about putting actual nutrition into your body. Good nutrition is key to looking and feeling great. However, eating right all the time can be a challenge. Travel and work schedules can get in the way. Or if you're and you may not have the desire or time to shop and cook the right foods, Balance of Nature has the solution. Just three Balance of Nature fruit capsules and three of their vegetable capsules, and you've got 10 servings of fruits and vegetables, and that is a lot of nutrition. For a limited time, you can get free shipping plus a free set of fruits and veggies. Go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FTL. That's balanceofnature.com, discount code FTL. Good stuff. I know I use them, and I think, Ian, you're taking them. Are you? I had some. I do not have any at the moment. Oh, you're out. Yeah. Well, what you should do is go to balanceofnature.com and input code FTL. I am still taking their uh, their fiber stuff, though. Nice. Yeah. You are big on fiber. It's nice to be regular. He, he, and Ian is nice and regular, apparently. That's, I that's what know. I've heard. I just host a radio show with him. I know. But... <laughs> that doesn't leave me privy to these things. But Ian's regularity has been a topic, I think, at various points in various products we've talked about. See, I've managed to avoid that topic up till now completely. That's quite all right. Uh, we were talking to Mike. Uh, about vaping. Mike, you still there? I am still here. So I just think that um, if people look at how much vaping they're really doing as opposed to smoking cigarettes, I think they're going to find that they're more becoming more compulsive with the vaping than they ever were smoking. Um, Is that and true? And I did uh, hear a late night. So I'm I'm one I, of those guys. I, I used to uh, smoke a couple packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, same I only, here. I only same did here. that for about 35 years. And now I vape. What I find is it's convenient uh, because I run my own business. And if I want to vape, I'll, right. I'll vape. And and I don't – it's there, and occasionally I pick it up. It's it From a time point of view, it's a lot easier than to go outside in the cold or, or you know, if it happens to be winter in New Hampshire. Um, I can have a puff or two, and I'm good for a You're not a interrupting while. what you're doing as much as you would be if you went outside and smoked a whole cigarette. Or True. Whatever. And when I, I would go... 
I go outside, mm-hmm. I always finished a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I, I never smoked like two puffs off of, of a cigarette. Put it down. And that was it. It was always the whole thing. With vaping, I do just take a couple drags and that's it. I, I agree with that. I think it's the younger generation. But the other thing, I, if I can just say, and I'll get off the air and let somebody else talk. Um, I heard a late night thing about these scientists that work in the tobacco industry that probably were part of creating vaping. And they said it doesn't matter when it is in our society. They're going to create something that the masses that are struggling are going to be addicted to. So vaping is what's going on today. But I would say within 10 years, and you guys will be on the air, I'm sure of it, there's going to be a whole new product that people are smoking or doing something too much of to replace cigarettes than the vaping. And that's what they're going to do it. No matter what, they're going to find something for us to be addicted to. The, and I'm talking about the poorer people that sometimes that's all you've got. Sure. To, to Boofing, that's what he's talking about. They're going to boof the cigarette. They're going to boof the nicotine. Hey, One way or another. Coming. Anyway, thank you. Thank you guys for the show. Thanks, Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, there will be. Um, but that is part of it is there's a demand. It's people enjoy mm-hmm. tobacco and people enjoy, I should rephrase, people enjoy nicotine. Mm-hmm. It yeah. has pleasant effects uh, for some people on their mind, on their mindset. Um, yeah. we're gonna and the reality s- is if there are products people want, then yes, somebody will create it. But nobody forces you to consume anything except, you know, the government forces you to consume vaccines. Right. Um, We're going to stay on the phones where we've got James in Charleston. James, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Yes, sir. I want to tell you a little story that happened to me while vaping about six years ago. I wanted to get off cigarettes and try vaping, and so I did. And I was very careful about the uh, type of chemicals. <clears throat> that went into uh, into uh, the, I, I tried four or five different uh, types of delivery systems, and okay. I even went to a local uh, laboratory where I live, uh, and they supplied all over the state and, and a couple of states. They made sure that their chemicals that they were using were manufactured in the United States and not in China or somewhere else. Well, all was well and good until about the tenth day. All of a sudden, I started getting sores in my mouth. And after about 12 days, it was so bad and so painful that I got on the Internet and I went to a couple of different vaping websites and asked the question, does anyone else get sores in their mouth from vaping? And the responses were hard and fast. So many people said that they were getting sores in their mouth, and then we tried to decide, well, what is causing this? Is it the nick? Because these were strictly nicotine. Yeah, uh, this was a few years ago, you right. said. And nobody could come up with the reason why we were all getting sores in our mouth. No, I and This sounds like a dirty the, joke. The only thing uh-huh. we could think of was the glycol being vaporized, which to our minds, had never been done before where you would sit around all day and suck in glycol vapor because the other chemicals, uh, like, you know, the nicotine, we were all used to that. Nobody had any allergies at, at all. I had none. and But it, it got so bad, that and nobody could come up with an answer why everybody was getting sores in their mouth. We all had to stop vaping. And here's the interesting thing. It took three days three days for my mouth to clear up once I went back to cigarettes. <laughs> so are you still smoking cigarettes? Oh, absolutely. I'd never vape again. I don't want to die. 
Oh, that's interesting. So, <laughs> so <laughs> con- conversely, I've been. Uh, Are you affiliated with a tobacco company? Sir? <laughs> no, and to tell you been, the truth, I'd ra- I'd rather not smoke. It costs me a lot of money, but I've been doing it since I was 15 years old, and I'm 70 now. And there's no point in stopping at this at this time in my life. Well, um, the only government that's really done a lot of effort into understanding the vaping and what it does to the body is the Great Britain's government, uh, their National Health Service. And they're claiming that vaping, uh, as it is today, and this doesn't count like five, six years ago, uh, reduces harm to the body by 95% over vaping or versus uh, smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. So uh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah. James, thanks sure for that. I will true. look into that because it may well... I've never heard of anybody getting these sores, but Me I'll neither. look into that and see if I can find any backup for it. Yeah, thank you for the call. Um, and I know I've been vaping nonstop for about nine months now, and I have have no real ill effects at all other than I don't like the smell of cigarettes If anymore. you've got oral herpes and share the vape with somebody, is that a bad thing? 855-453, this is... Re- hey, everyone. This is Charlie Shrem. You've seen me on the Netflix documentary, Banking on Bitcoin, and the new best-selling book, Bitcoin Billionaires. I want to invite you to join me on my new show, Untold Stories, for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today, and you'll hear from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on Earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join me and my guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as we explore our past and understand what that means for the future. Listen now on UntoldStories.com. That's UntoldStories.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number to call to get on the air and talk about what you want to talk about. We're talking about vaping, but that doesn't mean you have to. You can change the subject. We can talk about anything you like. But before we do, I do want to thank Nick C., he is a silver amplifier, which means he has pledged five bucks a month to go towards the show, the efforts to get on more radio stations, to get the ideas of liberty in more minds. And that's how we do it. He thinks that's worthwhile. So he's pledged five bucks a month. That is pretty cool. And we thank you, Nick. Um, amplify stands. To be an amper means you're going to contribute to help us advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. You can find out more at amp.freetalklive.com. And you can also tip the hosts at tips.freetalklive.com. Is it tip.freetalklive.com? Uh, that should get you there, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. only if you want to use a credit card or PayPal, but if you want to tip the host directly, uh, you can go to discord.lrn.fm, and then you can use the tip bot that's in there. 
TipBot is pretty cool. It allows you to tip our hosts with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Stellar Lumens, or there's a number of them are supported. It's pretty cool stuff. We're going to uh, stay on the phones where we've got Mitchell calling in. Mitchell, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? I don't believe it. There's somebody that should be investing in balance of nature more often to be hitting up the audience for tips. Man who laughs at his own lame jokes incessantly. Oh, my. <laughs> is this who I think this is? Yeah. I, do, I don't know. Sounds like an idiot. So, uh, <laughs> do you have more to offer us? That doesn't narrow it down much. Just insults. <laughs> Just threats. He isn't threatened yet, though, on this call. I'm waiting. And... Mr. Reeman, speaking of threats, what's your honor code? Do you still remember it, soldier? You should take it to heart, mind, and soul. <laughs> it's been so long since we've spoken. Do you have something ab- about the topics we're talking What is your honor talk- code? I can't what remember. is your honor code? I asked you a question. <laughs> well, I know you asked me a question. That doesn't mean sc- I'm we compelled to Sarge answer that. You don't take it to mind, body, and soul, do you, Mr. Reitman? Uh, hey, fat boy, you can laugh all you want. Reitman's going to pay for doxing me. Dude, you're such an ugly human being. When do you yeah. celebrate your 60th birthday? Looks like you're going to be doing it in a couple of days. Take yeah. a look at yourself, you fat, ugly slob. Oh, come visit. We come just, visit. We, just need a, we need a laugh Just come track. visit hey, me. Way, I miss you so much. Minister, I want to be close enough to you to put you my arms all. around you. Hey, hey, fat boy. Fat boy, I'm not threatening minister at all. Reitman, I don't lie, cheat, or steal, and I don't tolerate those that do. And fat boy, you won't be laughing when Ian Freeman's life is over as he knows it. Now, that could be construed as a threat. <laughs> Fat boy. The audience thinks what I say is it's funny. It's like we're back in elementary true. school. Reitman, you're lucky I haven't broken your... Hey, Reitman, you're lucky I haven't broken your hands. Oh, that David. Now, you don't... Oh, what are you going to do if I do? Is he threatening to crucify you? I think... What are you going to do what I do? Is that a crucifixion What are you going to do what I do? Call the pigs? <laughs> we don't need to. I'll be happy to call cell 411 for you when that fat pig nobody shows up. <laughs> I know I won't have any problems to worry about. <laughs> if you ever want to talk hey, about uh, you want to you know, actual topics, topics that would be great. No, thank you for your call. You talk at the same time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm not sorry I dumped him, but um, it was just too yeah. many I think, people. I think nobody well, was trying to say something. Yeah. Well, anytime you want to meet me in a ring, bro, just let me know. We'll uh, we'll set up a referee and we'll have a good old time sporting event. As soon yeah. as he puts down the drink, I'm sure he'll get right on that. Yeah. Um. You don't have to be sober. It's probably better for you if you're not, yes. uh, you know, because uh, you know, drunk people can take a lot more shock. The body is like relaxed. <laughs> That's why they always survive the car accidents. That's right. <laughs> That's what I've heard, at least. We're going to stay on the phones where we've got Dodger calling in from Michigan. Dodger, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? It uh, looks like you put him on hold. Uh, I don't think you actually Yikes. there. Yikes. But... Let me try hitting the right button. Dodger, are you there? Well, here I am. Thank you. Uh, yes. Um, well, uh, first off, I have to point out that, and it, it, I really, uh, you're probably my uh, one of my favorite co-hosts, Chris, so thank you for doing what you do. I like Ian too, and nobody, but uh, and of course nobody's a fellow Michigander. Well, yes, former is. Michigander. But at either rate, uh, my father 
quit smoking after 40 years using vapes. Wow, nice. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I was just uh, reading this article because, um, actually, I found this news listening to you guys. I'm like, I got to check into this. You know, I, I, I'm a smoker. I've, I've done the vapes. When, when I did the vapes, I smoked less. My dad flat out quit, and he doesn't even do the vapes anymore. Wow. And How long so, did it take him to get from moving to the vapes to quitting the vapes? About a year. So he smoked for, what was it, 40 years? 40 years. Then moved, to, years. moved yeah. to a vape, quit cigarettes entirely, and then within a year he was quit uh, vaping. Yeah, uh, he Amazing. stepped down uh, the, the nicotine content wow. in each of them. And so uh, so what I... Uh, based on what I was reading, there's a shop owner, which there are a lot of local small businesses that uh, sell like flavored vapes. Yep. And uh, th- this this one person specifically was saying that 95% of his sales are flavored vapes. And now he's stuck with selling just tobacco flavor. Yeah. Uh, so I got to ask you, Dodger, I mean, does that make any sense? Uh, Here's the thing I've been trying to quit and, and congrats to your dad and I was a smoker for 35 years till I found flavored vapes. But to tell people that have been trying to quit smoking, they finally said, no, you can't have something that tastes good. You have to taste something that tastes like nicotine. It tastes like a cigarette. And they did the same thing with the gum. At one point, the nicotine mm. gum tasted good, and then the FDA stepped in and said it can't taste good. It's got to taste like an ashtray. Go ahead, Dodger. Well, uh, why in the heck then haven't they outlawed the flavored cigarettes or flavored cigars? Well, they're working I mean, on that. Uh, menthol well, I mean, cigarettes, but, but, I think, but, but, are being they're, phased but, out. But they're, they're they're attacking the vapes. And all right, uh, uh, he says that the vast majority of his business has a. Uh, I think that uh, when you step down, the highest milligram of vapes that you get, I think, is 18 milligrams of nicotine, and then it goes down to zero or two percent or none. And the vast majority of the vapes sold are in that category. That's good. Yeah. In which category? And, uh, the two percent or none uh, category, or uh, the the two percent or none. Wow. In, wow. in other words, people are vaping there, uh, and they're not ingesting, at, uh, you know, much nicotine at all, or not ingesting, uh, inhaling much yeah. nicotine at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, uh, I guess there's a counter proposal um, that has been introduced in Michigan. Uh, I guess a lawsuit or something saying, "Hey, why can't you let us sell flavored uh, vapes at two percent or less?" Um, you know, uh, or two milligrams or, not, or less. Well, that would I, be I an improvement. An and improvement. there are nicotine sub- supplements that could be added to that. But, yeah, the, the point is, is to me, what business is it of government to tell tell me what I can put in my lungs? And, you know, right. I just find it ridiculous that they would even have the gall to do that unless they are trying to, you know, mm. gin up some more business for other people who contribute to them. Hey, Dodger, thanks for your call. It's just, it's obscene, you know, that that they would take away something that is actually proving to help people get off of an addictive substance. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, these people have found something that gives them just a little bit of pleasure, and you get to take that away from them. That's That's government. That's government. government. Taking what you enjoy and making it illegal and turning you into a criminal. 
Well, I will be a criminal because I'm never going back to cigarettes. 855 450 free. What do you think about vaping? What do you think about any topic? You can call us. It's always open phones. 855 450 free. This is free talk. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. We're in our final segment, but we still got time for a few more phone calls. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number to get on the air and talk about what you like in studio. It's myself, Chris. Hey, I'm Ian. And I'm nobody. I'd like to make a special announcement here before we go to uh, the next call, and that is that... uh, I'm going to unban James Whittakine from the show. We don't we don't ban people um, hardly ever on Free Talk Live. I think I can count on my hand, a uh, one hand, yeah, the amount it's... of bans, and I don't think I would fill the hand. I think it would be like three uh, over the thirteen. I don't know how many years have we been doing this now. But <laughs> Since yeah. 2002, so can you count time. on one hand how many times you've banned James Whittakine? Uh, yes. Um, James was banned finally from the show for uh, alleged threats uh, against specifically Mark Edge, who, uh, because I don't care if James threatens me, it really doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but uh, Mark, I just want to get in the ring with him. I think it would be a blast. Mark, uh, well, when Daryl Perry went down to visit Arizona, he let James know he was coming down there and where he would be, and James did not show up. Oh, uh, wow. to, to meet him so he was actually in his his hometown how many people would i wonder how many people would would uh put, put into a pot uh how many people would bet on me and james oh that fun. is a Maybe good we question can the pay-per-view pay-per-view right? yeah we could we could film it ourselves <laughs> it would be like bum fights but okay. with a <laughs> pope remember that <laughs> uh so so anyway he was ultimately banned because it got to the point where uh, Daryl and Mark were two of the main co-hosts on the show at the time, and neither of them would actually speak to James. So they would uh, essentially, you know, walk out of the studio. They, well, they wouldn't walk out, but they would take their headphones off during the call. Right. And so it would just be me listening to James and talking about them, but <laughs> them not responding. And, you know, while I might consider that to not be the most professional thing to do because, you know, I, that's just the way I see it. Um, it's their choice. They didn't feel comfortable talking to this person. So it was to the point where it was like, okay, well, most of my main hosts won't even entertain listening to what this person has to say. Um, to some extent, it's a little bit of a, an in-studio mutiny uh, on their parts. <laughs> right. And so, all right, fine, I'll ban James. So I banned him. But now Daryl's gone from the show. He's been gone. Uh, he kind of retired from radio earlier this year after a bit of a different life uh, change for him. And Mark is And here. another minor mutiny. <laughs> and Mark's here some nights of the week. So I'm going to say... James is probably still, I'm going to say he's still banned during Mark nights, but on nights on which Mark is not on the show, I'm going to go ahead and unban James. Ooh, can I make that decision too? I just, uh, the guy's threatening. You've already made the decision. The guy's. You let him on the show. Well, I didn't know I was let, I, I thought it was somebody <laughs> from uh, Ohio. It was a complete hmm. surprise. Um, 
James has threatened me more times than I could count in chat. Has he threatened you or has he said He's your dis- life will change as you know it or something like he that? He has <laughs> described in great detail uh, all the things that he would do to damage me. Okay. Then uh, he has not, threatened you. Yeah, physically yeah. damaged. Sometimes him. he gets so drunk that he actually does threaten yeah but other times he's kind of careful with the way he says things mm-hmm. he's like i'm gonna change your life forever or something like that you know i've he paid doesn't... so little attention to the guy i don't even know if he's threatened me yeah. or not <laughs> well if you want to see what he has to say you can always talk to him on our discord server over at discord.lrn.fm he has his own little room it's called toxic user zone nsfw which stands for not safe for work so if you want hmm. to go and talk to james the He's rubber there. room. You could even tip him <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and some people have. Unbelievable. Wow. I wish I could see his balances, though. You can't, I can't even as an admin, I can't see what other people's tip balances are. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to Discord where we've got Red Devil. Red Devil, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey. 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 Good evening. So, I. Changing subjects. Sorry about that going on. Um, so I've been uh, looking into, you know, pork fest and everything. I heard last year was really was kind of pretty cool and everything. And I was thinking this year I'm going to try to go in 2020. I haven't. I mean, they don't have the dates out yet, right? For pork fest, no, I've not heard anything. No. Okay. So I guess like my big thing is, is I'm, you know, I've I've brought my wife around to you know looking at houses and things in new hampshire and jobs and stuff and it's it's way different than over here in montana because like here in missoula it's you know low pay high housing costs it's kind of really crazy but then i start looking at new hampshire and stuff and it's like the same kinds of houses that go for three four hundred thousand dollars here are like a hundred thousand hundred fifty thousand there really and then you start looking at jobs like my job if i was to take my job which right now i'm making about 16 bucks an hour if i were to go there and do something it would be like 19 to 20 Hmm. yeah we have a very low uh, unemployment rate so jobs are they have to pay more if they want to get anybody Hmm. to do them yeah no i mean you'd, you'd figure that that was that way that's we have here in Missoula, I guess they keep telling us that we have one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country, but then we also have a lot of non wage earner incomes here. Right. So it's, it's really tough to get the housing and everything, but I guess I was just wondering, um, trying to look around, like I said, it's, you know, New Hampshire's not that big compared to Montana and everything. Oh. I was just wondering what, what are your guys, what do you guys feel about the different towns there? Like I see there's Keene and Manchester and I noticed mm-hmm. that Lancaster, I've been looking at places. There's like Gorham and stuff and Goshen. And I'm, I guess I'm looking. There's something like 200 towns in New Hampshire and like another few dozen cities or a couple dozen cities or something like that. And the vast, the vast majority of towns are, don't qualify as a city. I think we only have what, like 16 cities and, and everything else is my town's pretty typical. It's a couple thousand people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. Well, you know, two to maybe one to three or four thousand is the bulk of the town. Well, the Red Devil, well, it, depends, really... it depends what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, yep. uh, if no. a job or a career is particularly important, you know, you may find more options in a place like a Nashua or a Manchester. Right. Uh, if, uh, you know, if you're kind of like somebody who can work anywhere, then that expands your, your options. Um, you're obviously going to get more of a beach yeah. uh, beach town, you know, situation from like a Portsmouth. 
where it's pop more populated one part of the year, but not so much the other. Uh, prices are going to be increased because you're on the seacoast. Yeah, yeah, um, if you're living up in the north country, you're going to get uh, some fairly desolate areas as far as the economy is concerned. You definitely want to be more of like a work from home or work remotely kind of person, ideally up there, because like retail mm-hmm. is not really something that uh, is particular. No, yeah. Businesses I, I, don't exist for in a lot of cases right. in the North Country, but there's more freedom yeah. there uh, in, yeah. in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I mean, here in Montana, I live in, I mean, it's like the third largest city here or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's like I definitely am looking to move out, out of town. Because and I how many people in that third largest? I Last time I checked, I think it was like 80,000 or something like that. So, so, okay. so that's like Nashua, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah okay. half the size right. of Manchester. I mean, but Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that's pretty good then, I guess. Like that's, that's no matches on like a hundred and something. To, yeah, yeah hundred and fifty, like I, I think. No, no. Trying to trying to figure out. I'm planning on you know driving to New Hampshire for Pork Fest and stuff. So it's a pretty long drive. I just want to yeah for maximize sure. my time there and try to figure out where I want to go. Now, are you bringing the, the wife with you? Everything. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good plan. The nice thing is, doing- is is like you can take a day and cover a lot of the state. You know, it, it's yeah. not Montana in that aspect. I mean, I can <laughs> drive from one end of the state to the other in about three hours, and I, three hours I could yeah, be anywhere in the state uh, I wanted to be. Manchester population, yeah. 111,000. 111, oh, okay. Are you doing uh, Fork Fest as well? Uh, that's that's another question I had. Like Good question. I was, I was hearing about Fork Fest. It sounds like they're trying to do it after Porcupine that's Fest. That's what's going to likely that's happen, yeah. So we don't know yeah. when, but generally you want to think about the Porcupine Freedom Festival it's usually going to hit at around the summer solstice. So around like that third, fourth week in June is, is the typical time you. for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And my prediction you. is the Porcupine Freedom Festival will probably uh, run through the 4th of July, whether we plan it that way or not. We'll because see. Because I think if <laughs> we'll we're see. close to it, people it's going to yeah. be too tempting for people to stay yeah. and they're just going to do it even if we try to stop them. And we probably <laughs> we won't, won't try very hard. So, I guess what what my view is from what I've looked and read about, you know, the 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 pork fest is a little bit more, I'd say, corporate, but not really. And while fork fest is a little bit more pork fest, I guess I don't know is is reputed to be more uh, family friendly. Um, it's it's more like you know. Uh, like the the a lot of the Christians seem to feel more comfortable there, but you know. Then again, I think Gene would fit in great at uh, at, at Forkfest. Fork so Absolutely. you know, that's I don't want to make that a blanket there statement. Were, there were families at Forkfest this year, and they yeah. seemed to be having a good time. Yeah, but yeah, check out Forkfest Party to learn more about that. No dates yet, but we'll let yeah. you know as soon as we know. Thanks for the call tonight. Thanks. Man. Yeah, peace. Um, that's all the time we've got tonight, but we'll be here tomorrow night and every night. You're not a wild animal, and you shouldn't be tagged and tracked like one. Where you go and what you do every minute of the day, tracked and recorded by your mobile phone, is often more revealing than your browser history. And tech companies make a fortune selling your location history without your consent. Go Dark Bags prevent location tracking and protect your privacy by instantly blocking all cell phone, GPS, and Wi-Fi signals to your mobile device. Plus, they're durable, water-resistant, and built for a lifetime of protection. Visit GoDarkBags.com forward slash FTL. That's godarkbags.com forward slash FTL.